0: Hi guys and welcome back to Mommy Jojo Uncut Mojo Injection, episode 34. I'm Jojo Fraser and I'm here to hook you up with all the mojo vibes. And I just want to say thank you guys. This is my last episode of 2018. What a year it's been. Thank you to everyone that's pressed star. You can do that every week, and it means so much to those of you that keep coming back and supporting this and um, and enjoying it because that's what I'm doing it for to help you all and selfishly to help myself because every discussion helps me um, and the final episode I have for you now with Zoe Hubbard is just crazy she's taught me so much another taboo so this single mum superhero here a son who's nearly 10 and she is so passionate about supporting young people's issues and a huge issue at the moment is porn um Whatever you think of porn, whether you use it or you hate it or you think it's wrong, we all have our opinions and I talk very openly, I'm surprised how much I talk on this. Um Zoe's amazing though, she's just taught me so much and it's not an easy discussion to have Um but for our kids and for relationships, adult relationships, it's so important that you tune in guys, please listen to the very end um, and we may even sing a little song um, which is uh, what can I say Zoe you took it in your stride and you you nailed this I'm very proud thank you Mm -hmm. so much to Ruth for introducing us and um will be putting a blog out on this too, so you can find it, guys, at mummyjojo.com. More words of wisdom from Zoe um, all about this. If you have any questions, please get in touch. Zoe will happily answer them, um, and I would be delighted to do a follow-up session if it's something that people um, so desire. I understand a lot of people won't want to write and admit that they've listened, and I can't track who listens. I just know that people keep coming back so... Taboo topics do work, and um, we have to keep talking, guys. So, enjoy. Over to Zoe. Right. Welcome, Zoe. Thank you for having me today, Jojo. Very Thanks. much appreciated. No, it's really nice to have you here. And um, I mean, I've just met you, and we're about to talk about porn and, and go really deep, aren't we? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Figuratively speaking.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um but I I uh, I was so keen to do this because Mm. I think it's really important and when I read about your thoughts and your background on this Mm. I thought we need to have this discussion and put it absolutely everywhere
1: absolutely absolutely and it's it's scary and I don't want to come across as a prude Uh and um you know I'm not saying that we should get rid of it it has its place in the world and you'll never be able to get rid of it but the way it's available we need to kind of we need to tighten it because it's affecting our young and it's really sad what's happening out there. So, It's um, really scary and mm-hmm. I
0: mean my son is just turned, he's just turned four, I've got a six year old daughter so I want to really learn as much as I can about this mm-hmm. and, and what we can do to help because it's going to be a challenge. There'll be so many parents struggling with it now that mm-hmm. won't openly talk about it so just a place where they can come and get some advice is going to be really useful But
1: well, I think that the biggest thing is is that we the parents have to talk about it and mm-hmm. we have to get over that shyness, awkwardness, embarrassment because if we don't speak to our kids about it mm-hmm. and tell them that pornography is theatre mm-hmm. it's not real life they're looking at it as their sex education and actually that's what you do when you're an adult and that's mm-hmm. the frightening part and certainly for... For the women out there because it 's not it 's not positive, so mm-hmm.
0: yeah, and do you because from the other side of it yeah it 's not positive for women, so is it they 're being seen as a doormat, they are just thrown around, or what 's your thoughts on the actual way because i i 'm not a big porn fan um, i i 'm not as you say i 'm open to talking about it, but it 's not mm-hmm. something that I would really be into myself, so i don 't really watch a lot of it. But I hear stories, and you'll see ads coming up and stuff. But it's mm. a, from my impression, it's women, you know, a lot of anal sex. And you were saying something. There was a real issue with teenagers. E- yes,
1: teenage girls. Um. Well, teenage girls and boys. So for the boys, because they're, you know, masturbating, profusely to this stuff. Um. Mm. They've now got erectile dysfunction and can't. You know what? What was seen as a kind of old man's issue is now they 're seeing in, in young and they can 't maintain a physical relationship because because of what they basically what they 're doing to themselves and for the women because they 're asking they 're asking the girls to kind of be involved you know they 're emulating what they see in pornography mm-hmm. and and the girls are, are having anal prolapse because you know they're performing all of this and it's frightening that is
0: terrifying Mm. because I'm quite a romantic and when I was younger the sort of porn that you would see if someone came up on your screen on your tv would be people it would be sort of more dry sex with clothes on or (laughs) you know it would be a couple you know going for a night away in a caravan or something but it was you know, that's my memory of childhood when I first saw, oh, what are they doing, you know? And I was oh, yeah. that looks nice. But it, it was never this kind of hardcore anal, um, the, you know. You know, group sex and, and, sex, and violence. Violence. You know, I mean, Choking, you know, oh, it's sex. It's just, yeah. I mean, it's not, and that sort of stuff doesn't get me off at all, Um and I'm more of a kind of fantasy thing rather than seeing the hardcore images as well. But I think people have different fantasies, but is porn creating this? Because it could be... I was speaking on a podcast recently about, you know, fantasizing, you know, you go for a massage and you have the oil and a bit of role-playing fun mm. if you've been with someone for a while. But some of the things... Is this from porn, The these fantasies? Are we almost giving teenagers or young kids these fantasies? through?
1: I, I think so, and... Um, it is said that when we are about kind of 11, 12 years old that's when our kind of sexual preferences will form so that's so whatever you kind of see or are around at that age Mm -hmm. that kind of blueprints on you so really? so that that
0: can be like you know how you say oh that he's a tit man or you know there'll
1: probably be something that happened around about that age 11 or 12 and that sort of that becomes your well, your sexual blueprint. Really, so, that's really interesting. Yeah. So if you have, a, you know, a normal or around normal, healthy relationships, and can talk openly with your parents, or whatever you know, you know, regardless of whether you're homosexual, or heterosexual, you should you should be okay. Uh-huh. But if at eleven or twelve, you see somebody being choked, or whatever that then that kind of imprints on you. Ah, And then where do you go from that? If you've seen that at age 11 or 12, Uh what happens when you're 15, Uh when that image doesn't kind of do it for you anymore? Because it's progressive, you know, porn has a shelf life, and you know, you're not going to watch the same thing over and over again, you progress into other areas, yeah, so where do you go from that at age 12? and? Uh
0: It's really worrying. I because mm. I've been doing some research, you know, around things like money being a metaphor for other issues. Mm. So control issues and people that hold on to it too tightly. It's not actually about the money, it's about something that happened in their childhood or
1: Yes, yes.
0: So I guess with sex it can be similar. So if someone's maybe been abused and then they just give themselves too freely or the opposite or you know, these things that happen and we're all scarred and flawed in different ways and our experiences shape us. But just say you've had a fairly happy childhood, or you you want to move on from that. What, in your opinion, is a kind of healthy sexual um, brain? Like, without whether you're in a relationship or you're just masturbating or or whatever. What's what's a healthy?
1: I think just if you can be honest with yourself mm-hmm. and yeah, I think just being able to talk openly. And I think certainly as as a teenager. I think if you've got more of an open communication with your own parents, not hiding anything, mm-hmm. um, you mean talking about porn and stuff too, or, I now now we have to we as parents now we have to, mm-hmm. it's it certainly wasn't in the narrative that the chats that I had with my mum when I was kind of thirteen twelve or thirteen, but we now have to because it's it's in the arena you know yeah, it's everywhere you go I mean one click I'm sure you can access oh absolutely I remember typing in washing machine and. You know things coming up. You know when the internet was first on, but uh, we tried putting the filters on mm-hmm. in our house the other day, just as a test. Uh-huh. And I could still access. You can still access things, so right. that's another kind of warning as well to people. Like you know, test. You, you might think that you're putting the the parental controls on, but you can still you still get through. Oh really? That's really worrying. Yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, and that's all this. Free porn that we get on the internet. So we have to, we have to talk. We have to talk to our, our teenagers. We have to talk more openly.
0: I mean, it's a difficult conversation to have, but. So you're sick, because you were saying, you know, your, your son's nearly 10 years old. Yes,
1: nearly 10. Yeah. So you're
0: really thinking, you know, if, if this blueprint forms age 11, 12, this is the time to really have the discussion. So what would you advise parents to say? How do you start that chat?
1: I think, you know, certainly maybe in the car or something where you're you like doing something side by side rather yeah. so it's kind of less intimidating cuz staring right in the eye of your child and saying that like, have you seen pornography uh-huh. that's going to be really difficult. Uh-huh. Um but maybe start off with what do you know about it? Uh-huh. And depending on you know if for me I've always thought I would speak to my son at age 10. So mm. he's he's quite a literal guy so mm. I can just ask a few questions and leave it there. But if you're talking to a 12-year-old I think you could probably see they're more likely to have seen something right don't get angry yeah and, and just it has to be open and let them lead it and um certainly yeah just talking as honestly as you can it's difficult it's really difficult and, and don't be embarrassed mm-hmm. um and uh, a friend of mine she had said about when it comes to talking about sex and pornography to try and discourage them looking Looking at images, and when it comes to the real thing, it's like it would be like trying to explain the wind blowing in your hair. Yeah. Now, how can, how can you explain? But that's like what looking at pornography is compared to having sex with someone that you love. Yeah. And, that's, and I think that's what we kind of need to encourage is the relationships because that's not what isn't seen in pornography. It's actually lo- a loving relationship between two people, you know? I mean, that's, ah. that's one of the greatest gifts of humanity, is, is you know sharing that intimate love with someone and having that expression between two souls you know it's it's yeah. a beautiful thing and that's and pornography doesn't do that so i think that is kind of more narrative that we need to we need to go down mm-hmm. i mean teenagers will always experiment and have horrible experiences as i'm sure you have i know i have <laughs> mm-hmm. um but yeah like to certainly kind of pick up on the love and relationships because the school wouldn't do it well they not schools won't do it they get me change I hope so, but we can't rely on it as parents. we can't rely on it, and it it needs to be spoken about. you can't leave it to chance because they're getting their sex education, and you know, yeah, they will think that violent sexual acts are normal and what adults do mm-hmm. um, we can't we can't have that for the sake of our young ladies out there <laughs>
0: do you know I remember when i was
1: when I was sixteen and I was quite quite a good,
0: goody-goody at school in ways, with a wild side, but I um, still am a bit of a goody-goody, I guess. But uh, I stood up in an English class in front of the whole class and said, look, I just want to say something along the lines of um don't give yourself away too easily and mm. make sure you really care about the person and gave this big chat and I'm actually really proud of my 16 year old self for, for doing that yeah,
1: Absolutely. <laughs> and um,
0: I think it was because a friend a guy was a boyfriend was probably pressurizing a friend into doing something and I was like are you sure you're ready mm. and, and just making sure sort of looking out for people that they they were ready because I mean when you're a teenager and I remember thinking Oh, this will be amazing when I'm finally able to do it. You know, it mm-hmm. wasn't something I wanted to rush into, but I, I I felt really positive about it. But then there was we weren't surrounded by porn. You know, I'm thirty six now, so any boyfriends I had, they wouldn't really have much access to you know hardcore porn on their th- their phones. Yeah, and stuff.
1: exactly. Um, the, I, I don't know if you remember a, a comedy program called Spaced. And there's a um, it's got Simon Pegg in it, and um, there's a a sketch where he asks his flatmate to go off. She's going off to the shop, and he's like, "Can you get me a porn mag?" And she turns around and she says, "No, you'll have to go and find it under uh, the railway sidings, like everybody else." And and that's how it was. Like back in the Uh nineties, that's how it was. You know, it was either like your dirty friend that had some pornography, or you would find a magazine at the you know the back of the bus shelter, or Uh you know it was that kind of something that you found. You know. But now it's, yeah, it's just so accessible. So do you think porn's got more aggressive over the years? I'm not, I, it's probably always, that kind of level has always been available. Mm-hmm. But you'd have to really search it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and that's kind of my issue with the free internet porn, is mm-hmm. that it's, you know, literally, you know, click, 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 and it's there. Um, and people can search for what they're into as yes, well. But. Whereas, whereas, you know, sort of back in the 90s or, you know, and before, you, you had to know that guy who, you know, he's got the dodgy videos or you had to go in, physically go into a sex shop mm-hmm. or, you know, send off to the internet or, or whatever. There were kind of steps that you had to go to in order to get it. So it was always there and you knew as an adult that you could get it. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it just wasn't, you know, at any yeah, sitting here and you've got two devices out mm-hmm. which you could just type in porn and it's and it's there That's you know it's, and the thing is we're not going to i don't think we're going to get
0: away from that certainly in the next no, 10 years no. are we um so it's just more education more conversations about what we can do mm-hmm. um and it's that balance between giving your kids their privacy and Teaching them what's right and hoping that they'll make the right choice.
1: I know, I mean, I know that you can get these apps which you can monitor other devices in the house, but that is not the way forward because you're spying and you Mm -hmm. know that's not a way to build trust. Yeah.
0: Um, And we all have, you know, we're all entitled to our own space. Um, It's tricky, I, I think, as well, before we go into more detail about teenagers, for adults. I hear of people that can ruin relationships, you know, you had someone, fair enough, mostly female banning porn and then they've come back and they've found the guy at it and uh, it's a tricky one because if they want to watch porn, now when they are of an older, do you think it's as damaging when they're older because they've had the loving relationship or do you think it's...
1: What's your thoughts on older people watching it? Well, from my own experience, because I'm um, I've been on my own since my son was one, so I have had a few dalliances, and mm. um, I two particular relationships I'm thinking of here, and both of the men couldn't maintain an erection because they've been watching too because, much porn. Because they've been watching too much porn, and then it was oh well, you know oh. Can could we put someone in the background well aren't I enough oh, you know oh so they would actually want someone all the time
0: in the background yes. Yeah.
1: yeah um, that's worrying yeah, and and that really affects your self esteem, and yeah. really, it really affected mine. And actually, for me, it I mean, there were fledgling relationships, and it it really did kind of shut them down. It was mm-hmm. like, well, if we're if we're like this at four months, mm-hmm. you know, what's it going to be like in two years? So yeah. you know, I just thought like, well, this isn't going anywhere. And and talking to other friends of mine, I know that it's it's a similar problem out there, and you know, I don't know how you feel, but. I i want men to be men again (laughs) yeah like you know
0: yeah i think it's it's such a tricky tricky topic because i think the key is communication because if someone has a totally different fantasy i'm sure there's couples that are both really into watching it together
1: sometimes oh of course and don't get me wrong i mean i have done that in a positive way with with partners you know um and it has really added something as well. Uh-huh. Um, but not, certainly not all the time. No. And if that's the only way that you can yes. get an erection. Yes, so that's when it
0: becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. When, when that's, so you kind of
1: are relying on it. And I, I just, um, just while we're on that subject, I was listening to a really interesting podcast uh, called Butterfly Effect by John Ronson. Uh-huh. It's through Audible, but you can get it on the internet. Um, and that's all about who, the guy who started Pornhub and how, I think there's about six, six episodes in the series. And he, one of the episodes, he goes on the set of, you know, them producing porn. And I don't know if you've heard the term fluffers? Oh, yes. So, so back in the day, you'd get the fluffers would come on and make sure that the, the man was aroused and then they would start shooting. Well, they don't need fluffers anymore because the men are looking at internet porn. <gasps> However, you've got actual internet porn actress over there, hot lady, big boobs, whatever but he still can't get an erection without looking at the porn Really? That's so really worrying then. then That is like, there's a real lady there uh-huh. and you still have to look at the screen Like,
0: <laughs> So do you think porn's almost becoming, you know what they say about we're so addicted to our screens that we're not communicating enough so we're forgetting how to socialise even mm. do you think it, porn's be- making us that way too in bed we're forgetting how to have
1: sex make love whatever you want to call it I, th- I think it's just become an, an easy it, it's a you know a quick sexual gratification mm-hmm. um, We want mm-hmm. everything fast yes absolutely and if you sort of feel like you know you want that release of masturbation you know, literally you can you can have that in kind of two two minutes you're done. Right. You know, that, that, do you know, so it's 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 almost that kind of quick transaction where we're losing I think we're it's losing that kind of human human touch and we're like, lo- the romance. Yeah. And, so we know. are becoming robots in yeah, a way. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the rise of the robot, yeah. Oh that's sex sad. robots and
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's really sad because I think, and I, I talk about this in the book as well about you know, when Scott and I got together and we just didn't want to leave the room, we just wanted to be in bed together. Oh, and it's wonderful when you know, it's like, oh, well, really, yeah, and you just want to know so everything lovely. about each other. You're talking, you're connecting, mm. it's not just lust, it's kind of like a deeper level, and that makes sex so much better. Oh, that's
1: beautiful. that's But that's what I'm saying about. That's it's the greatest gift that humanity has got, you know, it's mm-hmm. our, our sexual selves mm-hmm. and that, you know, being able to have an orgasm and, and have sex for the sheer joy of it, uh-huh.
0: you know, just to, yeah, and I, it, it is worrying, it's uh, I think he, back to communication, but also if you've been with someone for a while how do you keep that spark without porn? Well,
1: Zan summers, isn't there? <laughs> you know, I mean, I think, again, it's it's about being brave and saying, if there's something that you want to try, mm-hmm. um, be brave. Mm-hmm. Put on those stockings and suspenders, you know? Get yeah. the thigh-high boots, whatever, you know? Like, make a surprise, uh, you, you know? Um, yeah. Have fun with it. Yeah, and, like, there is a lot of humour with sex, I think. Yeah. It's funny, we make stupid faces and we make stupid noises while we're doing it, you know? And I think, and things can go wrong you can make noise you know, you know like if you fart accidentally or whatever do <laughs> you know it's happened to us all so you know I I think having that kind of open humour about it yeah um, it's really good but you know sometimes you know if you're angry and you don't want to talk about stuff like that you know it's, yeah. it, it can be hard so well, everyday life takes over it really does <laughs> yeah.
0: I think though, just mixing it up, um so I was doing a bit of research and just sending like maybe a message like, Oh, you were looking really hot earlier or
1: Yeah, do you know like um you know, I've kind of written little notes put mm-hmm. it in the jacket pocket. Oh, I like that. And, and then you, you know, and this, so it's not obvious then you know, then he'll kinda of discover like oh you know that <gasps> yeah, yeah, that's quite sweet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And and it's it's that kind of because there's all this stuff now about women's rights and, and it's like well there's nothing so if if you make too much effort are you being old-fashioned like walking around in satin lingerie like sometimes you do mm. just want to whip the bra off and have <laughs> snuggly pjs on but actually I've really had to stop myself like on Saturday night I was like right I'm going to take this fleecy thing off and actually put something a bit sexier on because it's Saturday night we're going to oh, yeah. catch up and yeah, I'm feeling quite frisky. Um, <laughs> but had to, it was a choice, it was like it'd be so much easier just to
1: get those tartan PJs on, get the giant slippers and that big hoodie. You know, yeah. I mean that's it's like our uniform when we come in. But yeah, you're yes. right. You know, you you do have to make the effort for your partner. Yeah,
0: keep them on their toes because then they feel like taken for granted and it impacts their ego. Mm-hmm. And this goes both ways, both absolutely. genders. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. And and men, you know, I did, as women. I think we should be more brave and you know, and say like when we want it and, you know, attack them if we want to and you know, like yeah. kind of be you know, be a bit of the tigress when it comes to that, you know. I think it's it's good, it keeps them guessing, you know. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, it's, no, no, no.
0: And I I guess if a relationship's kind of lacking that, they see that's when affairs can be more likely because someone feels neglected and mm-hmm. there's no excuse for it at all. But an affair is mostly down to a lack of communication over yes, the actual sex. Yeah, I would agree.
1: agree. That's why people
0: are going. So I'd say this is a it's a key mental health issue, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's a key mental health issue. But back to our kids, how can we raise them to be good this sounds weird, but how can we raise them to be good in bed? <laughs> you know, I I want my son to treat women with respect in bed. I want my daughter to be treated and to treat men with respect in bed. Absolutely, yeah. I want them to enjoy one of life's greatest gifts. Mm -hmm. And I've spoken to some friends and they will talk very openly to their parents or their kids around sex. I don't know how I'm going to be, depends on how my kids grow. I mean, I'd like to think we'd be open, but there's a line as well. It's not like I have heard some of like talking about technique and stuff. I don't think I would.
1: I remember watching a program, it was a couple of years ago, and it was this woman. And, you know, she, God love her, really brave, had a diagram of the lady bits. And, you know, and her son, you could see him dying inside. Oh, it, and he I was did. about 15 or 16, I think. You know, and she's got her little cane, and she's like, "This is the clitoris, and right, this is what you do to that." And it, you know. Oh my days. No, I don't think I could go that far. <laughs> not, not appropriate. You know, that's you know, you could see them like, and they you know, they were on TV doing it as well. You know, oh, terrible. All oh my days.
0: <laughs> I think there's something in it, educating them to be good in bed without porn.
1: So it's mm-hmm. it's not putting a
0: blanket ban because
1: I think if you if you can't. You could, there's no way your your child will see porn yeah. there's there's no there's no getting around it there's no you know if you put the filters on in your house their friend in their house they might not have the filters and they've discovered you know they will they will see it it's a fact and it's it's really important that you know we let them know that it's it's just theater mm-hmm. it's somebody's somebody else's idea it's not it's not what happens normally. Mm-hmm. It's not what women want. It's not what men want. It's a it's a fantasy. It's a story. You know, mm-hmm. just just like a horror or a romantic comedy. Uh-huh. It's it's that it's it's somebody else's idea of it, and it might make you feel icky, or it, mm-hmm. you might like it. Um, but it's still just a story. It's just a narrative, and mm-hmm. that's what we need to impress upon them. And 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 I think couple that with. Being really positive about having love, you know, loving relationships and and the intimacy. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think that's the only way we're going to weather weather the storm. You know? I think it's so. Difficult.
0: And I think as you're saying, as these fantasies develop, now you may have someone that has a control issue and they want to be humiliated in bed, or you know, all sorts of stranger fantasies that you mm-hmm. hear about. Yeah. I remember being in Melbourne and walking down this really cool part, and this guy was saying to people. I'll give you money if you come and watch me, like, wank. And I was like, <laughs> like, some people have really, you know, and it's not, as we were saying earlier, it's so much about the act. It's about the issues behind that. So, again, oh, yeah, yeah. it's all we're all absolutely nuts, is what I say. That's I'm deep. trying to normalise, <laughs> you know, we all have a mind, so I'm trying to, in the work I do, really normalise all these discussions about our mental health to... And I guess it, it works with me because nothing really shocks me Mm -hmm. and I've traveled around the world and I've met so many people and they've told me maybe after a few drinks or deepest secret and I'm like yeah like (laughs) listen and let them chat but I'm not shocked people don't shock me Um so I think being a a prude as you were saying that you're, you're not and I certainly am either but if someone does say well I'm a bit I don't really talk about things like that it's probably not healthy either because no. we need to be open to the mm-hmm. fact that... And if you do make it very clear, I don't really... I'm not prepared to talk, then we're probably pushing people away even more from whatever fantasies and issues they have.
1: It's yeah, yeah. And I think certainly for for our kids, if we're open and honest, they look to us for everything as they're growing up. We We are their role models, mm-hmm. you know? And if we can model that honesty and, you know, forget your awkwardness, yes, we're probably feeling horrible inside, but if we can talk honestly without laughing and giggling or whatever, you know, and, and let them have that space where they can ask questions. Mm-hmm. Um, or even laugh. You know, as you're saying, have a
0: joke about it. In parts go, oh, isn't the world mental? Do well, you know, trying to make light of it so that you can, like I speak to people that say, you know, even around death and hard discussions, mm-hmm. but they try and have a bit of a laugh just to keep them <laughs> from losing
1: it the other oh, way. yeah. I mean, I've, I've sort of tried to be really really honest with my son as he's growing up as well. So this is the boy that called his testicles Sam and Frodo after the Hobbits. <laughs> Asked me whether the guinea pigs have vaginas. And uh, he'd, uh, he'd had some kind of sex education at school. And he was in the shower at the condensation and so he was drawing ovaries and like fallopian tubes. <laughs> but, you know, these are the things. Those, when they happen, mm-hmm. it's, it's so important to just it, use it as a tool. What? what are you doing there? What's that picture? Mm-hmm. And get him to talk about it. And now we're at a point now where I feel like I've kind of laid that groundwork yeah. that it's okay to say penis and vagina, yeah. you know, and it's like, it's not funny. And, yeah. you know, and, and so now when I, because I know this conversation, this big conversation is coming about pornography, that's already there, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of talk about these sorts of things. Because he'll come home and he'll say, everybody says sex is a bad word. no No, it's not it's really not you know and I've said to him you know sex is a beautiful thing between two people and then I pause Mm -hmm. and if he doesn't have any other questions we leave it there Mm -hmm. (laughs) but if he does you know then I sort of keep the keep it going but I just give them one-liners if you bombard them with too much information then they're like "Uh, I'm going to go play with Transformers now yeah that's the thing and
0: I even see that now you know I'll say to Bond what did you do at school and she'll be like "Mom, just give me a minute I don't want (laughs) to talk and then she's so sly because she'll want to talk at night when it's bedtime I'm like oh "Oh, yeah yeah. (laughs) you you totally want to cuddle and have girl time now do you oh I just love you so much you're my best friend I'm like you manipulating little snake Um. But yeah, I, I'm thinking of, you know, these kind of conversations I'll have further down the line and I guess what's coming up for me is making it very clear, look, you shouldn't be ashamed about sex. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be ashamed to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Sex is amazing. It feels amazing. Um if you're in the right headspace, mm-hmm. if you want it and you like the person. So I think the 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 key is that you really like the person, you're really attracted yes. to them. Yes. Why are you wanting to kiss them and whatever it leads to um,
1: and Do both, you, both people being you know there's no coercion there or uh-huh, being forced or uh-huh. being asked you know you have to both be in agreement I have to both be in agreement mm-hmm. both feel
0: ready consent is key consent yeah because I remember being in America and this guy came up to me and he had a girlfriend absolute, oh, horrible person and um, I didn't know he had a girlfriend at the time but we were partying one night and he came up and he was like you want to come and suck me like just so vile Uh,
1: let me think about it and he was being
0: and i was in a room with him and he was trying to be quite forceful and i was like go away like you're horrible um and then the the next week he his girlfriend flew over from nevada Mm -hmm. it's like you're a horrible person um
1: but that pattern obviously works for him yeah controlling people yeah 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 that I don't know. Don't get me started on what's going on in university campuses in the U S. Because that is yeah really? that, yeah that's a whole other thing about you know rape, getting girls drunk and rape. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a big it's a big thing on student campuses. You know, like by the U S. Specifically, house. I don't know. It it seems to be it seems to be more around you know the kind of the jocks you know like that sort of and and you know they really focus on sports Mm -hmm. so um there was the the case recently i'm not too sure of the names but where the the girl was she was unconscious at the back of a skip and he had you know taken advantage of her but given a really lenient sentence um and there's a lot of there's a lot of information out there about it but um yeah if they're kind of up and coming sports stars or whatever. The oh, you, you can't complain about this because um, this is you know, this will ruin his career. But what about what he's done to that lassie? Mm-hmm. He'd got her drunk and he yeah, and he raped her and or, you know, he, the date rape drug, all these kind of things. So it's, That's horrendous. So in, in in the States, as I'm sure there is here, um, you know, there just seems to be a lot more men are in charge. But then women aren't equal in the US. I don't have equal laws, but that's a whole other, that's a whole oh, other thing. Oh <laughs> yeah, we could be putting the world to rights <laughs> yeah, all totally.
0: day. It's hard to stay focused, but um, we need to have these discussions and there'll be a lot of people shocked. They'll be like, oh, how can you talk about that? It's so important. Mm, it's mm-hmm. so important. Um, it's a discussion. We we I mean, it takes a village to raise a child, right? Which takes right. the pressure off a bit. But as parents, a lot of it is on us, right? Totally. And carers or whatever your family setup is. Kind, kindness, you know, and I've been working my butt off, and I can see right now, it's paying off at the moment. Mm-hmm. I and mean, I hope that I can nurture my own, my own mental health, so I continue to be a role model. Um, kindness has to come very high up on the agenda. So mm-hmm. empathy for other people. Yes. Judging less, massive. If we were to judge people less and really open up our minds and love more it would change the world, mm-hmm. meditation, so actually setting intentions, and self-love, I mean, I could go on <laughs> about this all day, but if you love yourself more, you'll be a better lover, you'll be a better partner, so if you're mm-hmm. suppressing these images, with con- um, these issues with control, or whatever's happened in your life,
2: yeah,
0: you're not going to be as good in bed, you're not going to be, because your mojo, it's all about your mojo, yeah, so you yeah, have yeah. My favourite word, and it rhymes with my name, so, you know, one, one of my favourite words. I've got several. Passion and growth and calm and all sorts of amazing words. But, yeah, it, you know, if you're looking after your mojo, that's your spiritual health, it's your sexual health, it's your physical health, it's your mental your emotional mm-hmm. It's all
1: connected. And But then that's actually a really nice way to introduce that conversation to your children anyway about when it comes to their own sexuality mm-hmm. is making sure all those elements... All, all come together, and that's what you kind of, you know. As long as you're spiritually happy, you're physically happy with this about to happen. You know, do, do mentally, do you feel okay about having sex, or is there something that, that you're holding back? You know, like making sure all those elements come together. Yeah, and, and you
0: don't feel forced, and you, you have real proper respect for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you are the one to really show yourself love, it's the longest relationship you'll be in, so really, Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: it's all connected, but more chat around self-care, and mindfulness, and really, really loving yourself, and yeah, if you have these fantasies, or you see something, and it turns you on a bit, as long as it's not really aggressive, because then, if we're teaching our kids, well actually, aggressive sex, I just don't get, why would someone want to be whipped to pieces, or whatever,
1: I mean, it's mm, I just don't. See this is the other thing about you know like a sort of young people ex- you know being exposed to the pornography online is I mean a lot of the things that that I've seen on there because like, I have done some research um, I I think that looks sore mm-hmm. that looks sore I can't imagine you know I, I can't imagine anyone enjoying that but yet you know she's being stretched by two penises waving. You, you know and, and I just is that, is that then our young men will go well I've seen that and she looked as though she was enjoying it mm, Bill. Um, there was there was some research that I was looking into and uh, there was one young lad who thought that a girl should always cry when she's giving him oral sex oh that's horrific but that's what he'd seen That's because he'd got a sex education from pornography he just thought that girls cry so I think what we
0: need to do as well with our kids and encourage parents to do is say, from the get go, look. I don't know if you've seen porn yet.
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: don't know. You will see it at some point, but I want you to know. Not only is it theatre, but a lot of it is deeply damaging. It's mm-hmm. wrong. It's creating uh, completely false illusions of what it should be like, and and probably doing a bit of myth busting and saying, if you see someone crying. That is not hot. There's nothing sexy about no, that. No, no. Um, you should certainly not expect that from someone else. If you're lucky enough to fall in love mm-hmm. and want to be with someone, yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's just being. Uh, I mean,
1: I could write a whole book on this. Couldn't I? <laughs> I know. I know. Um. Yeah. It's. It's really. It's really frightening. Um. And. You know, hearing that girls don't want to be left alone with boys. I mean, I don't know, like, you know, remember when you were, I don't know, 12, 13 and maybe you sort of went out on your first date and it was all so innocent. And even if you just held hands, it was like, it was such a big like, deal. Oh, it was, you know, it was just so romantic. Oh. Maybe you had a kiss on the lips oh, and, dear. you know, and, and it's like those innocent times that, that we were so lucky to enjoy mm-hmm. because we are the age we are. Mm-hmm. We were so lucky to have those moments that they that doesn't happen that doesn't happen for our kids anymore because oh. the, there's the my biggest issue with it is is the the lack of a, like a timeline of discovery. So if you look back to your own and certainly for me, you know I had my first kiss when I was twelve. Me too. Um, was that twelve or thirteen?
0: Thirteen. It'll be in my diary.
1: And, you know, It'll be in the book actually. I like <laughs>
0: extracting.
1: But you know, and just that kind of. Pro progression, natural progression and as you mm-hmm. got older, I think I was fifteen when I lost my virginity. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, you know, me and my, my then boyfriend, we adored each other, we worshipped each other and it was like that, you know, it was it was wonderful mm-hmm. and it was we discovered this ourselves, you know, it was mm-hmm. that kind of like what's it like we invented it and, wow. and, and 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 it was beautiful, it was lovely, and I'm so thankful for that experience and how that was for me because that's not what our young get. and I. F- I just I find that really sad.
0: Yeah. Um, just
1: that kind of like that. Just yeah, the, the timeline of discovery. They just they don't have it like we did. Oh, so
0: because so, I was raised in the church, so it was all about Ooh. wait. <laughs> well, I was wait until our wedding night? Yes. And that's what I grew up. So I grew up believing I was going to wait till my wedding night. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't clearly not enough self-control but I think that's a really romantic I've got friends who did wait yes and uh, what an amazing thing to be able to do like if you really deeply love your partner I mean for one you're gonna have an awesome honeymoon right yeah Um, (laughs) and and that bond but um yeah I just think you know it was all this about love and about what relationships should be like and whether you believe in God or not, there's a lot of great teachings in the Bible and
2: mm-hmm. whatever
0: book. And I don't know about love and what love should be like. And I don't know. It's just it's crazy to
1: think how times change so much. Mm-hmm. You know. And they, you know, just it's it's sad. It's really sad that they they don't have that. It's it's just not the same voyage like we had. You mm-hmm. know. Um, you know, by the time you kind of kind of hit so 16 18 you were like you know you were ready for the kind of adventure and so then oh so then that's when pornography was available to you you know yeah. at, at at 18 which is what it should be i mean i i there's no way we can put steps back in to to prevent our, you know the kids eyes from seeing it but there's nothing we can it's kind of that partly helpless feeling but at the
0: same time going no we can't we can make changes we can open these conversations up we can encourage people we've got social media now so we can mm-hmm. be on raising our voice about it and saying what can we do to help our kids not be screwed up not to have did you have a stat about the anal ruptures and teenagers or something i'm not i'm
1: not too sure i, would, I wouldn't want to say about numbers and but it's an like issue that. isn't it oh, yeah yeah because um, i didn't know that before we met yeah. So that's scary. Like, anal, anal prolapse? That shouldn't be a, on a 16-year-old's medical record. Do you know what I mean? And that's, that's, that's terrifying. Yeah.
0: And, and that's... So we're blaming porn for that. That's where it's coming Absolutely. from. Absolutely.
1: I went and did... Um, oh, you know the C-card programme in Edinburgh? I went oh. and did the training when I was working at Canongate Youth. Did the training for that. And the guy who was holding the training had said that teenage pregnancies are down... Now, that's got nothing to do with education, it's got nothing to do with condom use, it's got everything to do with internet porn, and what people now emulate is, it's the, you know, he'll come on her. Mm-hmm. So he'll pull out and come on her because that's what they see in pornography. Like that kind of spray effect, yes. they that's Yeah, hot? yeah probably quite messy isn't it the whole thing I just find the whole thing quite revolting Uh, yeah (laughs) Um, Yeah. but that's you know that's what they see in pornography that kids copy so they're like I'm going to spray in your eyeball kind of thing (laughs) jizzy eyes
0: (laughs) oh I mean uh, I just think for one as a as a concept you know that but it's, it's, it's
1: quite a sexist concept I, well I had a boyfriend who said to me because I said to him like what, what is with that thing why do men it's feel they to, have yeah to? why do they want to see that and he was like well it's, it's more like a disrespect thing really? Mm. that they just want to, oh. to... Yeah, like, yeah stuff in their face but that was like uh, uh, he was like oh it's like you would never do that in real life because it's disrespectful So it's like that illicit.
0: So it turns them on because it's so wrong. Yes, and it's so
1: degrading. Yes,
0: and that comes from porn, probably. Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So porn, you've got a lot to blame. I mean, we could talk about this all day, and um, I don't know what. But
1: you know, but it it does have, like I said previously, like I have used it positively Uh in relationships, and you know. you know, kind of, it, it does give you that, like, naughty feeling of, like, oh, yeah, let's watch this, and, uh-huh. you, you know, and it, and it did spice things up, but it's knowing, it just can't be all the time, and when it's used for, you know, that's the only way he can maintain an erection, um, it's and, I mean, you would never get people to admit this, but I would love to know, certainly, like, adult relationships, what you uh-huh. say, like, how it affects the older generation, but now Viagra is available oh, over the yeah. counter, huh.
0: Uh, right. Oh, mm-hmm. but so, are you thinking the older generation is that due to porn use as well, guys struggling, not, not, or do you think so that's much, an age but thing?
1: I I am aware. I don't see too much, but um, I am aware that that it is an issue for older, like people might remember, say forties. Forties,
0: because yeah. they're masturbating too much to porn.
1: Yeah. Really. So. And and vaginal sex is not enough anymore, and and. It also, it, it does, um, it ruins their ability to get turned on by normal women's bodies as well.
0: Because they want the porn star look. Yeah. With the, the fake tits. There was, yeah,
1: and there was, like, I think was it last year, there was a 40% rise in the US of, um, you know, designer vaginas. So is it labiaplasty, I can't remember, you know. So everything has to look perfect. And yes, and you know, using bleach for their anuses. So oh, yeah. for goodness
0: sake. The world's gone absolutely <laughs> be- berserk. Um, absolutely bonkers, and it's very worrying. We need more education on this, more open discussions. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just crazy, crazy, crazy. And where? Do, how do people have the time as well? I mean, if you, just say you're in your 40s and you've got kids... When, when do they have when do they do it
1: are they doing it in the toilet on their phones or what is what's happening Yeah, I don't know I don't know probably just, I mean there's quite a big thing about people doing it in the toilet at work oh my days <laughs> yeah it's 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 almost like I don't know this porn thing it's like a, it's almost like a, a spell it's like people have been you know it, because it, it feels such a a primal it's a primal thing. It's a visual thing. It appeals to your sexuality, and it's very impulsive. and And people find it, you know, it releases dopamine in the brain. It's it's addictive. So they're saying they perform better at work, or I oh, I, I don't know about that. But you know, there's a kind of sneaky element to it. You know. Oh, so. And if they, you know, and if they've got, you know, partners at home or kids at home, you know. Perfect. Perfect place, but I mean, if you're in cubicles, that's a bit of a grim. Don't, yeah
0: i, I don't so get dumb. it but yeah it doesn't shock me in the slightest um oh wow well right well i think we're out of time now but uh i could talk about this all day so maybe we need to do some follow ups and uh do a blog about this if you wouldn't
1: mind no absolutely it's and really i good. think just just some practical tips for people out there uh-huh. because we have to get brave and we have to talk about it you know yeah. it's we just got to swallow our pride on it you have to talk to your children about this when yeah. it, when it comes to that time because we're the only thing that we've got uh-huh. or what they've got to you know give them that education and Just say yeah. it's not real it's not real it's not it's not what we do as adults you know so, so important yeah yeah well thank you so thank much thank you Joe it's been great I really you. enjoyed
0: it and would you do you have a favorite song we can sing out? We normally do karaoke at the end. I don't know if I told you that. Oh, no. But but don't worry. I won't make you sing if you don't want to. I'll sing it for you or you can sing with me or on your own. (laughs) You get the choice.
1: Oh, I don't know. Um, You put me on the spot there. I wish you'd said before we started. I'll let you have a think.
2: Town. he's making a list he's checking it twice he's gonna find out who's naughty or nice Santa Claus is coming to town <laughs> he sees you when you're watching porn he knows if you're away
1: that's the first note so I think it starts the singing so
2: this is Christmas now what have you done Another.